You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to the Diablo's Den, Corona Chronicles, episode number 15. I'm your host, Jay Reason, and I'm here with the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Isaac. What's up, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? So I'm going to want to start the show off with the first big news of this is that you are hearing this. uh, We are part of Sound Talent Media. Uh, Danny and I uh, linked up with a really cool network of people. Um... I'm going to let uh, Danny talk a little bit about this because I know that you're excited too. Uh, well, sounds to Tim Bora, who's a, a good friend of mine, used to be my booking agent, went out touring with me, Scarhead. So I thought it's even even to answer my phones after touring with me, Scarhead, I thought that he would never even answer the phone. Yeah. But and so. Fucking, but Tim fucking put us on. It's on. Yeah. So, so Tim Bohr with a bunch of other crazy talented people teamed up and started this uh, like innovative podcast network. Um, yep. And they've got some really great shows. They've got the Punk Rock NBA. Uh, they've got Axe to Grind, who you know that I'm a huge pa- yeah, uh, fan Grind, of. They got Hoya. Yeah, they got Hoya. Uh, shout out Hoya, the Smoking Word. Um, so they just got a, a ton of stuff, and we're really well, excited. Toby on there. Toby on there. Toby's not on there, so but we are. competition then, right? I, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, he's competition. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't you say download our network. You're competition, <laughs> right? So Toby, how about Josh is on it? I also don't think so. Josh, you too. We're going at both of you guys. Toby and Josh, Diablo's Den number one. So, Toby, Josh, two and three. <laughs> so we're really excited. To, a lot of hard work has gone into. <laughs> To putting this show again, Danny and I have done this the whole time with the zero subscribers, just the two of us working. We don't put ads in this it's shit. Us, uh, we've done. Us. Oh, go ahead. No, say it's just me and you, and you carry most of the weight. I, I wouldn't say it, it, I wouldn't say that. It's it's very equal, man. But we definitely we put a lot of stuff into making sure that uh, up until recently, now we're fortunate enough to have. Uh, been added into a network with Sound Talent Media and have some advertisers, but we always kept it real with you guys. We didn't want to yeah. put in a bunch of bullshit that we didn't want to get behind or believe in. Um, so it's always been the two of us. So we're very excited. So shout out to Tim Bohr and Sound Talent Media and all the other shows. We are really yes, excited to be joining. Um, with that said, I think Danny and I are going to be trying to crank up the content. Uh, might just be little quick things here and there. Uh, you know, Danny's got some other shows that we're going to try to incorporate into the Diablos Den uh, podcasting overall and maybe do some micro things, but we're going to grow this shit. We, we, again, thank you guys so much for uh, supporting us uh, on YouTube and subscribing and rating us on Apple podcasts and all that shit. I mean, it, it's been fucking awesome. So I just want to do a quick shout out on that. Uh, hey. Danny, what else you got been going on, man? It's been a minute. We haven't done an episode in about a month because we were getting everything yeah. ordered uh, in order with the, uh, Getting the show onto Soundtown Media and all the shit. What's good with you, man? You've been recording a fucking shit ton. Tell me about it. So, so basically, this is a, the crazy, the crazy, craziness of my life. Uh, the, the last, the whole COVID, I've been all I've been doing is working recording. on music. I, the, the last two years, all I've been doing is working on music. And now this year, 2021, a lot of stuff is going to drop, and I'm, I can't wait, man. It's it's so insane, but. Uh, the Starhead EP has been recorded. Sick, bro. We did. We got. We got five songs and one uh, uh, 
like um, we do Love on the Rocks for a parody. Oh, sick. Okay. For, for, yeah, so for Neil Diamond, which I love Neil Diamond. I, I love Neil that Diamond. song. I got a Neil love, Diamond tattoo. From, 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 from the jazz singer, the movie. Yeah, I love, yo, the jazz, hold on. Let's, let's talk about the jazz singer because that, that shout oh. out to my dad. And my grandfather used to watch that movie on HBO. But yo, I, I got the soundtrack yeah. here. It Love took it. me to the. I went to the movie theater with I, this. Saw that, that, yo, listen, that movie meant a lot to me. Because, I was going to say probably for you because of the the background. Background. Give, give yeah, a little yeah, bit but, for people who might who younger audience who don't uh, know. Give the younger a quick, generation don't know who Neil Diamond. Is. Neil Diamond uh, has more money than than Jay Z and fucking <laughs> Puffy together. But tell so, a little bit about that movie, Danny, because I, I don't know if people have right, seen the film. So. Neil Diamond. Comes from an Orthodox Jewish family, which I came from. And the father's a cantor. His father's a cantor, and he was supposed to be a cantor too. Right, but, but... he decided to go out night, late night, and have a fucking a funk soul band. Dude. And he fucking and he would play all these clubs. And Yo, stuff. we're coming to and, America's from that. The fucking yeah, we're coming to America. That's today. a hit. But I'm saying that he goes. It tells the story of his life that he, he went out to California, California to become a he wrote, he wrote jingles. Yeah, he goes he wrote, into the. Remember, he meets the girl. The business he meets these people, meets this girl. He falls in love. The girl's I know, the girl's not Jewish. You know what that means? It gets crazy, <laughs> and then and the dies of cancer. It's crazy, it's crazy. But shit. he comes back to New York, and he's like, "Yeah, I did it, bro." Yeah, the number one song, and um, his father turns back on him because he's like he's dead to him. It's a sad song, but I thought about that. My father, he's from it's from Brooklyn. He's a hard Jew. So my father's from Brooklyn. He's a hard Jew, East New York. So I, I saw my family. It was hard. It was like drugs in the movie, alcoholism, fucking. Uh, this, it was just crazy. You know, like, I guess. You know, yeah, solid, solid movie. Solid, see the jazz thing, everyone. So if you want to, it's, it's the same comparison to the, the NWA movie. You know what I mean? To me, like, it, it, like it, was, it was a real life shit. You know I, yeah, I love that movie, and I love that we're talking about that movie. <laughs> like I said, the soundtrack is amazing. A lot of Neil Diamond soundtrack hits. Soundtrack is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Sick. So, so, so. Uh, the other thing that, that was really interesting this week. Well, you, well, hold on. Let's stick with you recording, because you're going to leak You're gonna leak here for the first time with the guest yes. spots on the recording, on the Scarhead EP, right? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so basically, <laughs> So we did fucking five hot. What it sounds like uh, the drugs my sexy P. Sick, uh, but it has a flavor. I had Zach and Dimmy on the ones who both uh, me Zach and Dimmy were only music. You know? So uh, basically, though, we wrote the music. Zach plays guitar and bass. Dimmy plays drums. It's so it's so insane that I, I'm so happy that that, that we 2021 needed something like this. Hard as fuck. We don't give a fuck. It's on up. Uh, so the only people involved with this, we get like the three. I'm gonna say three bands. I'm not gonna tell you who they are, but I say the three bands. There are one band's called Rancid, one band is called Show Me the Body, and one band is called Gym Class Heroes. That's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And DJ Fatal on the one cutting on the on, the, on Fatal's our DJ. So those are three bands who are three got three people in those bands are on this record. Are, are going to be on this record. So. It's, that's all I have to say to the next episode. I saw you guys been leaking the Spick album artwork. The record looks yeah. fucking amazing. That's 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 the test pressing that we're doing. So it's well, the test pressing is uh like real art, like my art. It's like Spick the the, the logo, but me the graffiti I do the canvas, and uh so it, 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 the Devil Rat Rec, Devil Rat Records is from Paris from France, basically. It's all about art because the, the the owner 
Kevin is a tattoo artist and an artist. And he puts out vinyl with color art and all like booklets. So he it's did one be of, real, real. Nice. He did one of your previous releases. I was like a three D. No, that's 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 a knives out record. Oh, okay, okay, France, sorry. From Paris, France, also. Yo, they got the they're killing yeah. it in France with the fucking vinyl artwork they're they, out there. Yeah, they 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 do some great great work, man. Great work. That's sick, man. So. Yo, the other cool thing, um, this happened at the top of this week, which was fucking awesome. Shout yeah. out Ice-T, right? Oh, so, so, hold on a second, guys. Check this out. I mean, we already I, knew he was the coolest I, fuck, right? I mean, that was no yeah, question. I, like... it's, 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 it's so crazy because Ice-T, <laughs> uh, Ice-T to me, is some, like I looked up to him because he does hard music and rap. But I looked up to Ice-T back in the day just because yeah, it's just and rap music, he, he, I was like, I inspired to be that. Like, this dude was cool. He, he was hard. He never looked like a sucker. He fucking always did everything to the top, the best way someone could do it, and showed the world that he could do it. You know, that killed it. You know what I mean? So he had the, the body count. So to me, whenever I saw Ice-T, I was like, oh, I loved him. When I, when I did a song with him, Ice Pick, I was like, hard as fuck, too. Hard, real, recognize real. And I, me and Josh to put everyone down on that song, you know, we we could just do ourselves from whatever, but we're like, you know, for a scene, we we show love to everyone and we put them on. So, so then after that, like one time I played a show, it was and uh, I see Coco uh, hosted the show, right? So it's after show. He came in after the show. It was everyone was there, like Cassidy, um, um, all these rappers. And he, oh yeah, they were like, yo, Ice. Yeah, you shared this me, story before. Yeah, came up to me and was like, yo, Diablo, hug me. And, I was, and ever since that day, we've been cool with each other. I sent him a whole bunch of New York Hardcore Streetwear clothing. He and sent he me fucking, a picture back. Yeah, yeah and he, he was, sent me a picture back. And I didn't say anything. I was, I was like, thank you, brother. Wherever. Then all of a sudden, I see Good Day New York. And he's wearing like, it. He's wearing it. He goes, yeah. New York Hardcore. Yo, I'm going to... I'm going to drop it into it the out, YouTube bro. here. So if you guys are just listening to us on audio, make sure you hop over to, so to YouTube so you can watch that. So shout out, huge shout out again to Ice-T for, Yo, I love you, my brother. I you hope won't, you hear this, man. Thank you so much. I hope you hear Ice this because Danny baby. was super happy you made his day. So um, I got a couple cool things to announce that I want to share here first. On, Please on, tell uh, me. Please tell me, Jay. All right. So let's start with the first one that I'm the most excited about. And this is going to be – this. Is, tell me. I'm going to share it here first. No one knows this one yet. We haven't even sent out the press release. So uh -oh. I, I know that you're a big fan, and I'm a big uh, Vision of Disorder fan and a Blood Simple fan. VOG. And a Blood Bob Simple Blood fan. Uh, but that said, we're both Tim Williams fans. Tim from VOG. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Tim, which you are going to be hearing a lot more because – we just signed Tim's new band called Roland Coffin to Static Era Records. The first single called Runaway is going to be out April 2nd, everywhere you stream music. So we're really excited. So, yeah. yeah. This, shit away, is, this shit is fucking hot. Um, you're gonna, How's it sound? Oh, I mean, dude, listen, if you're a fan of Tim's voice, it's amazing. We, we caught a couple of tracks. We're gonna, we got a couple things in the works. I don't want to give too much information. First, I'm, I'm, but, I'm, so, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy for fucking Tim. Yeah, right? me. I'm. I gotta say, man. I'm saying it here, and this is no. You know, I'm. I don't give a fuck. Like I do it as a kid growing up. I was a fan of Danny's and a fan of Tim's, and man, to be able to work with you guys right now is is fucking one of the coolest experiences. So thank you, E, thank, for you, thank you to working thank with you, you and I'm psyched to be working with Tim. So you'll be hearing more about Roland Coffin coming up. The other thing I would like to announce here too is that Static Era is also doing the exclusive. Uh, Ma Marauder minus one. We're doing the cassette version. 
So yeah, the demos. That's dope. The bro. demo. Dope. So so shout out real quick to Mike from uh you know brick brick, brick by brick. Uh- yeah, upstate records, upstate right? records and Mario Upstate for for connecting the dots and helping us get that done. I want to give a big yeah. shout out to yeah. those guys. Um, they they got the vinyl the coming out, they got the CD and shit, and we we got a little a little bit of uh, we got to get involved on that and do something really cool. So we're doing a cassette, and That's I'm good. really That's excited dope. about that. So it's gonna look cool. I'm just wrapping up the artwork for that. We're doing uh, Joe. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna give the details here on Diablos then first. We're gonna do 250 cassettes first. Two different colors. You'll be able to get that on staticerarecords.com starting March 12th. So next Dope. week. Uh, and then the last news I want to share on Static Era is that a long record, this record, Dismay. I don't know if you, you remember Dismay, the Connecticut yeah, band. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Well, listen to this. So I want to share this with you. And I just shared this today for the first time that I had our our brother Zeus. Shout out, Zeus. He, hard, hard. hard. Yo. So I got him to remaster Dismay in Doubt, and that's coming out for the first time on streaming on uh, uh, March 26th, bro. Record has been out of print for 20 years, has not been able to to get done. I would love to shout out Jimmy from Dismay for helping us get everything done. So for Ian, for Connecticut, for the memories of everybody, man. So that's what I've been working on. Shout out, shout out Dismay. The record sounds amazing, dude. Zeus crushed it. Wait, it does. I mean, if you heard it years ago and you loved it, wait, it sounds fucking insane, dude. It's it's so insane. Rest in peace, Ian, because like, like when I first met him, we, we had beef. Oh really? Oh yes, no, like I stepped to Ian because they was like I came to Crown Thorns and all those guys. I stepped to him. Then later on, like he played CBGB's and we played CBGB's on what's up and he's with his son. And I remember he brought his son and we were like, Oh, what's up? We hugged each other, it was cool. Well it's funny too because like the band is very similar, like groovy, kinda like you know, it's yeah. cool. Like the record sounds yeah. great, man. So I'm I'm really excited. Shout bro. out, bro. I'm really yeah. that's really cool, bro. It, it's taking it's taken us over a year to get it done, E. So I'm very excited, man, to uh to, to bring that on streaming, dude. So again, we're you know, I'm I'm over here, we got the store, we got everything, man. Uh so let's get into that. So I just want to share some static air news here first, because right. if I can't fucking share here, where, where am I going to share first? Yeah, you're supposed to share here. This is this is your show, bro. I like to give a shout out to. Uh, I'm going to say you Richie. got a couple things going on. What, yeah. what are you working on? So what I'm working on right now, uh, basically, I'm finishing the spic. Right? I can't tell you that. That's that's it's, we're doing a an a, a album called Spectacular, and we're doing a I guess a four song ten inch. That's cool. Seven yeah. Inch. It's called that's called Spicalicious. I can't wait. The artwork is <laughs> we're crazy, big, big man. Lido, we're Big Lido and uh, uh, Joe Fado, Harry Potter. So he's played Harry from Twenty Five to, to Life. Uh, he does. He does most of the beats. You know what I mean? So now, and you just signed, now you were saying you just signed one of these cats, right? To Force Five. Who's your new signing? Oh, oh shit! Yeah. So, I, so, so uh, share that because you got some news you want to share here right, too. I want to share this. So basically, Joe Fado, who who, who Joe Fado's a, a legend, hip hop legend. Yep. Alive at the barbecue with Nas. He's the one to put like put knives on. You know what I mean? Like like so Joe Fado signed to do an EP of Force Five Records. I'm executive producer. Shout out to Joe Fado. I love you, Joe Fado. And shout out, of course, to Big Lido. His first time ever get signed. Wow. I uh, Force Five is signing Big Lido to us. Doing he's doing an uh EP, Danny Diablo versus Big Lido. Uh the, the year of the scumbag. That's gonna be and you know Puerto Rican and Dominican power together. So it's I, gonna be dope, man. Queens, baby, all day. I love the. Uh, you always come up with the best titles for your shit, man. They're like yeah. they're fucking great. Um, Thank what you. have you been listening to or checking out, watching anything? Oh my god, 
I watched the fucking. I've been watching some crazy shit. All right, I've been watching. All right, all right. There's a thing called Europa. It's on Netflix. It's oh, about. No, it's about. It. It's about uh, the world. World was destroyed, and now it's like it's everyone's like. Uh, there's people from. Uh, there's only one season I saw. Tomorrow. People from Atlantis under the water. There's people who, you know in, in the forest, all like Germans, all Europe, and there's other people. From like England, they look like England, but they're barbarians. But they the dress all class. It is fucked up movie, bro. <laughs> but it's European, and, and it's it's fucking amazing. It's like uh, it's like it's like all the 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 worlds are together, and but and and, and uh, there's this black plague, like a cloud that's going it's killing everybody. They gotta got stop the play. It's fucked up, bro. But I like it. That's you know? crazy. Well, you know, you know what I'm looking forward to the most later this this month is the release of if Godzilla Kong, of course. I mean, that's, Godzilla Kong. Yeah, I mean that's like top top. I'm waiting. I saw you got some new shit. I was I was a little bit jealous. I got yeah. I got that's the blue so Godzilla. Right? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I can't wait. The trailer, yo, how insane was the trailer for this one? It was like oh, insane. Hold on two seconds. Okay. Two seconds. I got uh, the other kind. Oh, sick! From the last brown one. one. Yep. The red is one. It looks like me a little bit. <laughs> so that's it all like that. And this is and this is the con. Oh shit! Hold on. Oh, this is the con from <laughs> the, the black one for Kong Kong the, the Godzilla. Yeah, that's sick. First Kong, you guys right there. I got that guy. Put that guy back. I got a whole collection back here. Sorry about that. Yo, it's, oh, it's funny. I got this. Um... And I go. Of course, I got. Oh, my God. Hold on one second. Okay. And of course, I got the oh, man the himself. Yeah. The living legend. The yep. man. The OG. Man, I got guys. Look at that, baby. Yep. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I can't wait for this new shit, man. They're all over here now, chilling. I just knocked down. I just have, I have a, <laughs> I got mad collecting toys. Oh, that's sick. Ultraman, stuff like that. All, all from Japan. The real I shit. I got so much stuff, but a lot of them got thrown out, but so, hold on. You know, I got, the, I got the big ones that I gave the, to my son. The real shit. Uh, the, you know, like a while ago, but yeah, I just knocked out all my Godzilla stuff. Yo, Gam- uh, I got Gamera, stuff all that shit. Fucking, yeah, the new, the new shit looks insane, the new one. I, I can't wait, man. I'm fucking... You're right about that, because I, I don't, that's not Mega Godzilla, that's the other that's, thing. Uh, other, well, I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but you know who... I know what that uh, is. Okay, okay yeah, 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 so... Yeah. Anybody who doesn't that's know, a, I don't want to ruin that's the, the That's the, the mm-hmm. spaceship into the thing, yeah, yeah. Like, the fights don't you know, do. But it's a bite off Mega Godzilla. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the most excited for that, uh... And then uh, it's funny just talking about Godzilla really quick before we get into the show. I've yeah. got that. Remember, I was showing you that T-shirt I got, the green one. Yes, yes. So that shirt's uh, Viv banned that shirt because it's very ugly. She said it's, it's too green, and I agree with her. So we can't. The shirt's got to retire it. So shout out to Viv in the the retired green Godzilla shirt. Um, yo, uh, and I also, you know, I was just checking out this record. Uh, speaking of Upstate, was they sent me over a promo of that Kings Never Die record. So, oh, uh, good, uh, good, bro. It's it, really good. It's what we live for. That just got released. So shout out to Mario and those dudes once again at Upstate. Check out that record. Um, Kings Never Die really, really good, good music, bro. Let's jump into today's show. We've got an awesome one. Our first guest I'm really excited about. I feel like I say that every time. I'm really excited about, but I am because uh, our show is so dope. Uh, 
if you're familiar with YouTube, you've probably seen hit this dude pop up a bunch in your videos. But yeah. I got uh, Finn McKinty from Punk Rock NBA, one of the coolest dudes I've gotten to know over the past couple of years. For uh, you, Isaac just did his uh, podcast and shit, so we're gonna have him on. Give us one second, and uh, we're gonna have him jump in. We're back with our first guest of the night. I want to welcome. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers who I've been watching for a couple of years now, I think, uh, randomly started showing up in all my videos, and uh, you know, I hit him up on email. And we've kind of became some friends, and uh, here we are. We're excited to have him on the show. I want to welcome <laughs> Finn McKinty from Punk Rock NBA. Yeah. Hey, Finn, thank you so much for joining us. This is really cool because I know that Danny did just did your show, which was awesome. Uh, anybody who hasn't well, heard so that, that, please thank check you. that out. We'll thank have links you. and uh, you know everything for that, but. Uh, we were psyched to get you on our show because, dude, I listen to so much of your content and I, I'm dying to pick your brain for once uh, and kind of reverse it on you because I feel like I know you from listening to the podcast, your YouTube, <laughs> all of these things. So, uh, again, thank you so much for, for joining us. Of course. I got to ask you, the first thing I always like to ask is, how did you decide that you wanted to interview Danny for your show outside of the obvious, <laughs> you know, infamous answers? There's got to be something there because most of the things you do are are pretty... Uh, well researched, should I say? Yeah. Well, I would like to think that I am able to kind of look past the surface level stuff in just life in general, you know. And obviously, with it's it's weird to say Danny because you know I've I've known you as <laughs> for like twenty five years, um, but uh, you know, obviously there's all the stories and the you know blah 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 and all that stuff's cool and whatnot. Um, you know, but my introduction to uh, to him was Train Yard Blues, which is really not like that at all. You know, it's to totally, totally like it's, it's so funny that when people hear Train Yard Blues, they, but it, let's say like now new fans, they, they hear their, their Danny Dalvin stuff and whatever. But when they hear Train Yard Blues, they're like, oh, is my this God, the same? Per yeah, they're like, is this the same the, person? The, the lyrics, my, 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 my girlfriend's always like, yeah, like the lyrics are so amazing. And it's so like from the heart. And I'm like. I'm like that's the first lyrics I ever wrote, so it's insane. Like, like it's like, I, 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 to me, uh, Crown Thorns will always be my heart. You know what I mean? It's like you know what I mean? So I, I, I can't wait to do another Crown Thorns record. You know what I, mean? I mean, there's there's been a few times in my life I forget the name of the song, but uh, there's been a few times in my life where I've done something really fucking dumb, and I was like at the doctor or waiting for something to come in. <laughs> And I and I heard the you know guess I'll have to learn the hard way. Head check, head check, head check, head check. Yeah, and I'm just like, fuck, please let me get away with this one. <laughs> so I want to just jump right into the interview, Finn, because uh, I think one of your paths is super interesting to me because I think a lot of people don't understand how much work actually goes into producing say one of your videos i think a lot of people just assume it's like i'm gonna throw a video up i'm gonna start this channel i'm gonna get a million views i'm gonna make all this money i mean am i am i correct in sort of assuming that that that's sort of the norm uh well you know i think people know that it's work to do youtube um maybe maybe they don't i don't know um but it's kind of i guess to to give people an idea i would say i probably put into into the video itself, you know, yeah. I probably put somewhere around, you know, 12 hours of work or something into each one, um, you know, and then on top of that, it's just like, you know, being in a band or something, there's, you know, posting on social media and responding to comments and all the all that other shit that, you know, takes up more time. And I consider that all part of the same thing, because I wouldn't be able to, 
you know, make the videos without doing that stuff because it's, you know, interacting with people and stuff. That's how I learn what people want and what they think. And sometimes they, you know, I'm sure this happens to you guys, like 10 people tell me to check out some band and I'm like, all right, I need to check these guys out. And then I do. And it's, you know, I understand why and all that stuff. So, you know, to, and, and then obviously like, you know, it's just being around the scene for so long, all that's, that's all a product of like, I couldn't make the videos that I do without, you know, seeing earth crisis 25 years ago or whatever. Well, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things I enjoy the most about your videos is that it's like, you're it's super genuine. It's like, you can tell that you're like a hardcore dude who's gone to like a, a bunch of the same shows that we have. Um, and again, it just, it was really interesting to me because I, re- I can't remember the first video I watched of yours, but again, I was probably watching, you know, some kind of live video and it, you know, the algorithm started kicking in and I subscribed and I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. I had a ton of, ton of really good content. And again, I, I still remember reaching out to you with my first email, kind of just like being like, yo, your stuff's awesome. And we were talking about music and, um, you know, it was just really cool because there was not a lot of content or at least not in front of my face that it was in our sort of scene right. like that. You yeah. know? It, it seems like, like, like when you speak, like when, when the first time I saw you, you were speaking and, and talking about uh, 90s hardcore and I was like, what? oh, and then, then James was like, oh, it's Finn. And I was like, yo, and like, he's telling, like, it caught my eye, and I sat down, and I was kept on watching and watching, and I was like, I was like, this is like, this is like something like, like, someone that is telling the, the new, get new people what, 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 what was going on in the 90s, and it's cool, a lot, a lot of people talk about that stuff, I mean, a lot of people right. just talk about what's going on now, and it's cool to see, like, even the, the pop punk stuff, it's cool, because, like, I was part of that situation sure. somehow because of Travis Barker and, and all the stuff. I was involved with the transplants. Right. So it was, it was, it's really in that whole scene. That, like, it was cool. I mean, so and, it was like, and for anybody who world. hasn't watched Finn's videos yet, I mean, they're, they're made in such a digestible way, which is another reason I, I can enjoy them is like, you don't need to devote a whole bunch of time. You know, like I know something like our show, it's a sit down. We watch, you know, you have to kind of sit down and take it in, but Finn has these really great things. Um, Finn, when you were launching your show, like your channel, was that something you were conscious of was like the lengths of videos and things you were going after versus say, you know, trying to create these more drawn out longer videos. Well, I had to try a few things to kind of figure out what works. Part of that is like the YouTube algorithm. It, it rewards longer videos up to a point. Um, because you know, the longer you stay on the site, the more ads they can show you, the more money they works, more money they make. So they want you to make longer videos. Um, so that's kind of how I arrived on it in part, but also just like, I remember watching like MTV news back in the day or UMTV raps or any of those like kind of shows where, you know, you'd be really excited to like sit down and watch headbangers ball every week and find out what's going on and stuff. And that's kind of what I sort of want it to be or, or a zine for that matter. Like. I think the way that I discovered a lot of the New York bands was from uh, that zine in effect, which oh cool yeah in effect Chris, 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 Chris is the man yeah, yeah I still talk to him yeah. sometimes on Facebook yeah. Um, good. yeah that was like that was like my window into New York because I, I you know I lived in Seattle and back then especially like ninety four ninety five in Seattle there was nobody in Seattle was aware of anything happening in New York really you know I'm not saying that I'm so smart I bought it at Tower just like anybody else you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I would I would think that to, to us growing up it, it, it was the metal man like metal maniacs would have one page in the New York right. Road, like leeway on it crumb exactly. suckers crow mags and I was like oh man like they, they, they finally someone recognizes us 
but right. it, but you know, it was like Maximum Rock and Roll didn't even want to look at it. Oh, like, you know, fuck no. Yeah, they, hey, they hated least? all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when I found In Effect, that was that was really cool. I think the first one had like Fahrenheit 451 or Sub Zero or something yeah. on the cover, uh, and that was like the that was like to me my window into all the stuff that was too underground for like metal maniacs to care about or whatever, yeah. you know, because those. The bands like Leeway and Chrome Eggs and stuff, obviously great, but those were, you know, to me, like the big bands, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and, you know, stuff like you guys was the next level below there. And so, you know, that's how I I, I remember I really liked, you know, like Chris's band, uh, I think he put it out, Cold Front. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Some, like pretty obscure shit, you know, because of that. And that's kind of what I try to do with YouTube is like just you know, document the stuff that, I mean, there's nobody else with an audience my size that is talking about, you know, irate or whatever. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things, man, again, about the channels, just how much different stuff you're exposed to. I mean, I'll say even for me, who's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 42 years old. Like dude, the, just even hearing about the newer shit, I, I, you know, I like to think I'm somebody who's exposed to as much stuff as possible. I mean, dude, the shit that I've heard about on your stuff you know like the emo rap revivals and all the shit yeah. it's like i can't necessarily like vibe with it but i get it and i That's get why it's happening you transplants know? though yeah <laughs> well you know <laughs> this this is what i related to it's sort of like not like that generation probably looks at like our kind of music as like their dad's shit because that's like their age. Yeah. So that stuff is so different and so weird. We don't like it. It's their underground. And I told, I back it. The weirder, the better kind of thing. I always yeah. think, you know, punk rock, baby. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. exactly. That's punk rock in, in 2021. So yeah, I mean, if, if old people like it, then there's, that's probably a bad sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people now, you know, if there's anybody younger listening to this, like it might be, you know, hard to understand or believe this, but you know, the, the 90s stuff that Danny and all those guys were part of, like, you know, punks hated that stuff back then. Yeah, you know, that was it was considered metal and yeah. they hated it. And it was like not at all like cool or accepted whatsoever. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand it because like us growing up, like, like me, me growing up, me, Hoya from Madball and Q. Uh, we were like the punk rock kids. Were like we were like hardcore kids, almost like like hip hop influence, but with street right. kids. And, uh, and like Craig Satari said, he said he, he blames me for ruining hardcore. And, <laughs> and I brought everyone from Queens, all my friends that grew up, to all the shows. So it was like all different characters. It was funny, and they really loved the music. You know? They got into the music. These guys and these guys were, were psychos. You know? So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but they would be like, look at punk rock and guy with like what Crasher and I like all doped up. We'd be like, look at this piece of shit. You know what I mean like back, you know, growing up and you know, be like, the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And they would they would bug out and stuff like that. Everybody else, punk rock. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just crazy. But once once you go to shows and you meet other people who are just as fucked up as you and just had the same problem, especially during high school and after high school, uh, and you're like, I just want to go get away from fucking. My my job, my my wife, my kid, and just a few hours of music and go back home to reality. You know what I mean? Well, That's what I, it's I about. Personally, I I liked punk, you know, and I still do, but yeah. there's just something different about it, you know, like the song Punk Rock Fantasy I always yeah. liked. You know, <laughs> at least by the nineties, it's like what are you doing? It's not 1981 This is just like cosplaying as like you know, the guy from Discharge. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I know Discharge, TBH, the uh, the Crass, uh, Exploited. Those are all, like, pa- all the bands. patch bands. 
Yeah, but, yeah, but both bands were like, cool, but it's like, do you need to be doing that in 1993? No. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and those guys just start change the sound of the world with that the guitar and the guitar totally. tone. So it's like metal guitar and punk. You know what I mean? So it was cool as fuck, man. You know? So. Um, so I want to talk a little bit too about, um, Finn, for those who might not be familiar before, or I don't know if you still do it, but before jumping into YouTube, you did, uh, audio software stuff with, but with music and you worked on some pretty cool stuff. Tell us a little bit about that mm-hmm. sort of, uh, you know, journey and, and kind of what was involved in that. Cause you've worked with some really cool bands in the, in that world. Yeah. Well, uh, if anybody's familiar with a product called Nail the Mix, that's a thing I'm a partner in. So we uh, every month we have a new mixer on and a new a new band on. You get the actual multi-track files from the retail album, like it's like straight off their hard drive. So we've had oh, like cool. I don't know, we've had like Dillinger on, uh, Data Remember, Bring Me the Horizon, Fallout Boy, um, Lamb of God, Suicide Silence, Gojira, awesome. like all the kind of you know, big names and, yeah. and the producers along with those who are all brilliant, you know, Andrew Wade and, you know, Steve Evitz, he, he owes us a session. He's, he, we had to <laughs> make that one up, but, uh, you know, tons, <laughs> of, tons of great people on. So I've been doing that, um, since 2017 before that I worked for a company called creative live, yep. uh, which is an online education company for creative folks where, um, you know, I guess to toot my own horn, you know, the way that people do, audio education now like all the live streaming stuff you see a lot of the youtube kind of stuff like i mean we were the first person to do the first company to do like live streaming audio education i worked with like um periphery between the buried and me um had like todd from nails and doc from god forbid yeah um i'm kind of drawing a blank at who else but um that's cool man yeah i mean you've done like i said i mean you've done a lot of cool stuff in that space which it was, it was interesting to me again as the more that I was, you know, gotten to, uh, I don't want to say know you, but I feel like I've known you because I've listened to you and, you know, taken in all your content. Um, the more interested I was in kind of all the stuff that you've been a part of and how it was a natural, it seemed like a natural journey for you to be on YouTube. Did that at the time, like when you started it, did it feel like natural to you or were you more just like, I think I'm going to try? Like, what was your kind of explain to me going into that space yeah. there? Well, I started out doing zines back in, you know, back when I was a kid. I started my first fanzine when I was 14 or something. So like 92 or 93, something like that. Um, And to me, you know, and then I I did those for years until they sort of sort of stopped making sense. And I started doing blogs then because, you know, blog is just a zine online. Online. Um, And then blogs kind of stopped being relevant. And I was like, well, I guess YouTube is the thing now. Um, so to me, YouTube is just the same as the zines that I made when I was a kid, you know, except it's a video. Um, yeah, it's, it's a visual. visual yeah. It's, it's it's cool. I, like. I, I like, I, I actually, it, like, you know, when you're in a when you back in the day when you used to read it, and they say something, you're like, yo, did he say, it's almost like, you're like did, what do you mean? But when you say something, right. you can see, you can even see, when, yeah. you, when, when, but you just see when you're sarcastic, it's funny, so you'll start yeah. laughing, but, but when you see when it's serious too, so that's good. It's like, plus the kids nowadays, their attention spans are like this, man. They're like a yes. zine, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and me getting, getting older, I can't fucking see shit without being like <laughs> So I'm happy to see fucking, you know, YouTube thing, right? So it's cool. Well, it's cool yeah, too, because I mean, that, oh, go ahead, Finn. Well, it's the same the same kind of thing that I wanted to do when I was a kid with zines is the reason I started doing it is because I was into like uh, basically at the time what was sort of a, an obscure set of things. I was into like hardcore death metal and graffiti, yeah. which 
back then it was not <laughs> common to be into those three things. Now I guess that's pretty normal, but <laughs> in 93 it wasn't. And I was like, well, if nobody else is going to talk about this stuff, I guess I will. Um, and that's the same thing I do now. If like there's some cool artist, you know, that I think is doing something interesting that I'm going to yeah. talk about them because nobody cool. else is. And it, it's just strange to me that like with hardcore, there's this weird gap of like, you know, history that nobody talks about. It's there's a million fucking documentaries about Chromags and AF and all the kind of eighties New York bands, which obviously are <laughs> legendary and deserve to have documentaries made about them. But it's like, it stops in like 1989, you know, like nobody even talks about Madball. Yeah, like it's, in, it, in the media. It's, it's you know what it is. Uh, I could talk about this, make you guys laugh. Yeah, but please so, do. Every I'll tell the real story why this shit happened with this. In New York City, um, the old bands and, and, and Nazi Front, you know, Terror, Murphy's Law, all those guys, you know, they they changed the world for us. You mean we like the, then we came out and and when we came out, it was a whole different world. It was like it was. Way more dangerous. I mean, it was it was like, it was a, it was just crazy. But we were more into the graffiti, and uh, we were more into like the street shit. We were street like they say these guys talk about street stuff, but we were like like real street kids. You mean yeah? And um, I really think that that you know, the, in nineteen ninety five, Frank Pavich did the documentary New York Hardcore Package right. thing, and it was cool. It was fucking cool, but it was like a, only a little part of that thing. You mean? Right. I, I, we were at Crown Thorns when they, they capture a little bit of the craziness in it. You know what I mean, but but uh, Drew Stone came out with his, and it was like, it, 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 everyone's gonna be like, like they should have done this, they should have that. Yeah, yeah. And I tell them, like, if you could do better, then do it. You know what I mean, you know, don't, don't get mad at the guys who did it. You know what I mean, like, then do your own. But yeah. the thing is, like, Scarhead, Madball, VOD, uh, all the uh, 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 Bulldoze, there should be a, 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 a thing. On the music, you mean like, VOD the, was a really big band back they then. They were you. They had a song with uh, Phil from Pantera. They right? were huge. I mean, Finn, I, 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 we just announced talks about them now. I, we right. just announced at the top of this show. I actually I just signed uh, Tim Williams' new, new band to, to my label, so we're doing a new EP. Oh, cool. and, but I, I again, I'm, I'm with you know. I had said that I'm a, I'm a huge fan of those bands because that's my era, sort of. You know, like when I first started getting into shows, yeah. and like you know, to work with him and work, do a show with Danny, it's like it blows my mind, kind of. You know. I don't know that I'm the person necessarily to tell that story because, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm from Seattle. But it's like, again, if well, if nobody else is going to talk about VOD, then I guess I will. And if someone <laughs> else can come along and do it better than me, great. But, you know, I, I think of it like we're all writing a book together and I can just add my page. This is yeah. like how I saw it. And, you know, you could do it your way. And that's cool. And like uh, it's not you know, it's not like a competition, um, but. It's just interesting to me how certain, you know, parts of history get forgotten. And I don't look at myself as like a documentarian or anything like that, because I cover a lot of newer stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but that is one of the things that I like to do and sort of connect the dots from, you know, from the past to the present. Definitely. And, and, you know, it's, 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 and, and I'm not taking any credit away from the people who are the Frank Pavich and Drew Stone did a great job. But but remember, Drew Stone's older. Drew Stone's in the the the, the first wave, like right. Jimmy and them. So there was stuff in there I didn't even know about. I mean, and and sometimes, but and if you go to the new Drew Stone, the new uh, the Hardcore Chronicles, which I'm in it, they they talk about they we talk about my music. They use my music to talk about beating <laughs> people up and graffiti. I'm like, you know, I got a few albums, a few records that that are staples 
of New York hardcore, and he's talking about me fighting being the guy who's telling me I'm like the best fighter in the, the whole <laughs> scene. They're like, that's cool and everything, but I like I want to look like a like a like a, a Neanderthal. I want to look. I'm an artist. I'm well, I'm an artist all kinds of ways. Literature. That's high praise uh, coming yeah. from Gavin, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool, but you know what? It's like. I'm at an age right now like, that I don't even have to do anything. Just like sit right. there and like, and like, but it was like it's, it's in the street. That's cool, but I can't show my mom that. You know what I mean? Mom, you know what I mean? Hey, mom, look at say, Oh yeah, I beat up everyone. I remember that. <laughs> it's just crazy, but but I want someone to do like a me personally. I talked to Drew so long time. I was like, I want someone to do like a, the Starhead documentary, that, which would be the craziest documentary. Like with all the singers, Puerto Rican Mike, and you know. Uh, all the loop of Sub Zero, uh, yeah. Boston Mike, rest in peace. But and to show the world how crazy we were on on, on the road and how, how we traveled the whole the whole world, and people would be like, "Oh my God, this is something!" And we're from that scene, <laughs> we we were we were torn with hatred, we're torn with VOD, we're torn yeah. with Misfits, we're torn with Gore, we're torn with Seven Dust, we're torn with you know like all, all these bands, you know, like, and it was it was it was. It was uh, a great part of my life, and I love it. I still love, love, love doing that. I love seeing the reaction of all these people, all different walks of life, all different genres of music, and they come out the graffiti writers, the, the hoods, the fucking right. you know. It's 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 something that we messed all these cultures together and represented New York hardcore. It was it's a, I want to do something, but you mean so? But I'm waiting. You know, it makes me happy that uh, for whatever I can do, you know, I did a video about New York hardcore, which I yeah. felt weird about doing because, again, it's not really my scene, but I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, that is like 330,000 views now, which is 330,000 people awesome. that heard me talk about Scarhead <laughs> and all these other bands. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. That You know, maybe probably the majority of those people weren't familiar with all that stuff. Um and uh, so if there's anything I can do, then that's cool. And so it makes me happy that there's people like you and Hoya that noticed it and thought it was well done. Thank you so much about that. Yeah, man, your, a- your channel is super well done. Uh, before we let you go, Finn, I want to talk uh, quick. You started a podcast uh, at the end of last, was it at the middle of last year or? January of 2020. So January 2020. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about the podcast. Was that just a natural, again, natural extension of what you were doing with YouTube? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I know you have a producer. And it's done very, very well, man. So tell, uh, tell our audience a little bit about that. We actually, we just joined up with you guys on Sound Talent Media. So we're very excited. So oh, shout you did? Out, yeah. Shout out to those guys. Um, it's going to be a huge how, how big how, how, how big is your team with you, Finn? How many people? Like, like you, you have an editor and all. Like, how, how does that work? One you? person. Uh, if you guys need help, I'd be happy to connect you with her. She's great. Um, yeah, she just she's just editor and producer. So basically, I Dope. record it and then I upload the stuff to Google Drive, and she does everything else. Sick. Oh, amazing! That, yeah, that's, but, that's, that's, that's why I got Jay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Tell us a little bit about starting that though, Finn, because it was pretty cool. I mean, it, it felt like. I mean, as a again, as a, a viewer, it was like, wow, this dude's already doing that and now doing this. It felt like I felt like it was taking on a lot of work there for you as a viewer. What does that feel like for you? Well, the podcast is a way for me to kind of talk in obviously more depth, but also about different stuff. You know, I, I consider myself a business guy more than yeah. Shout a out music to your second guy. channel for those who don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, I went to school for business. I spent like that's what I spent the last 20 years on there's a reason I didn't play in bands. It's because I was actually more, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not putting it down. It's just like, like I'm more passionate about business, you know? Um, 
and especially like, you know, the, the sort of intersection of creativity and business, which, you know, we all know how hard it is to do both of those things to actually support yourself doing something creative yeah. is fucking hard. And I would like to think that I know a little bit about it. And, you know, I, I'm that's basically what the show is about. So, you know, just interviews with people who have done found a way to, you know, do something cool with themselves. You know, it's musicians, uh, YouTubers, you know, entrepreneurs of some other kind. Like my friend Randall Pitch has a clothing company called Live Fit. It's like a fitness apparel brand. He's like a metalcore, Orange County, like metalcore kind of kid. Sorry, Long Beach. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of wanted a, a way to sit down with those people and talk business a little bit more about like, you know, hey, you got your uh, clothing in Sun. How exactly do you do that? Right. That's cool. Yeah. Who that's... do you call? What's the pitch? Like, yeah. what exactly do they want to hear? Like, how do you get, how do you find the buyer? Like, really just get into detail about all those things because nobody tells you the details like right. that. And that's the stuff that yeah. matters. Like, well, and that, that's one of the things I always exactly like. Do you contact at the label if you want to license something? And what do you tell them when you do? Yep. That's yeah, what, it's, it's I always crazy. like that about your, your channel and your stories because, again, it always felt like it, it filled in the gaps in those things, you know. And, and one of the things that Danny and I always talk about on our channel too, is that like, there is all these little gaps in between the story. It's not just like, yeah, one day I woke up and then, you know, and that's kind of going back to my question to you is like, you know, all people probably see you and go like, Oh, this dude just makes it there in front of his cool scene and talks about hardcore and throws it up online. Not really realizing that it's like, yeah. you're like editing <laughs> you're shit. You're writing shit down. You're doing your own job too. You're, well, you're yeah. You have a whole life stuff. outside of you this life, too, you know, you, know, you have a whole life and people understand when people have kids or or a significant other, shit gets crazy, bro. You're like, you're, like you're, you're doing something. You know how people can be and be like, "Hey, you got to pay attention to me." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And it's like I got finished. I got. Right. I'm sorry, baby. I got to do the sky and smoke tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Storm. Right. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm married, and I always put my wife first yeah, because yeah. you know because you have to. I've made that mistake before in the past, like a lot of people, yeah. and. Yes, you know. happy wife, happy life. Yep, exactly. That's exactly. it, bro. And, you That's know, I'm it. not crying about it. Obviously, there's, I've had, I mean, I did printing for like seven years, which sucks shit. That's like, <laughs> you know, standing in one place, breathing fumes, like punching <laughs> holes in paper for seven hours, you know. So, you know, anything is better than that. But it is a lot of work, um, you know, but it's like anything else. If you keep doing it, you're not going to get worse. You're only going to get better. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. So, Finn, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Where can everybody find you online? Give a plug to the your Instagram, the you, the both YouTube channels, yeah, your, your, your Patreon, too. the Patreon. Oh yeah, shout out your Patreon, Patreon too. Yes. Give, give everybody yes. a rundown on where to find you. I'm, well, I'm business can, mind. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, Patreon is awesome. So you can find it's YouTube.com/slash/thePunkRockNBA. Same thing on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Finn McKenty, F-I-N-N-M-C-K-E-N-T-Y. Uh, podcast and everything I link uh, link to from there. Definitely check out my Patreon if you would like to uh, support the stuff that I do because that really does help a lot. And uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks very much for uh, having me and welcome. Thanks, to my work. brother. Yeah, thank man. We were, Finn, thank you so Finn, much. Finn, thanks so much for joining us, man. We were really excited to to have you on, man. So uh, big shout out to you, dude. And again, everybody should uh, check out Finn online, uh, dude. Thanks for having us on, or thanks for actually, yeah, thanks for coming on our show. <laughs> uh, would you guys mind if I republish this audio on my podcast? Oh, no, we would love that. Do whatever you want, brother. Awesome. Just to kind of cross-promote it? Yeah, that would yes, help, too. That would be such a huge help, man. Thank Anything you so much. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Finn, so much. Thank you so much. It's on. It's on. <laughs>
I'm going to let Izak introduce our second guest tonight because he was very excited about this. So, e, go ahead, introduce our, our second guest tonight. All right. All right. For, for me, the, the, this, there's a very special guest today because uh, uh, he, he's like a big brother to me. Taught me taught me everything about New York Harko, who's uh, who's the assholes and who's the cool guys. <laughs> but, you know, uh, also, I, I, when I first showed him the Crown Thorns demo, he looked at me in my face. He said, "Oh, you sound great. You sound exactly like us." <laughs> so, like, and I was like, my favorite singer. I, I was. He was like, "Oh, yeah." He's like, "My favorite singer, my best friend, my big brother." He's like, "Oh, yeah, great. You sound like us." So I was like. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I do. It was so funny for him to say it. The, the most truthful guy in the world will speak his mind no matter where he is. That's why I love you, Anthony. Anthony Kamenali from Killing Time. Yeah, thank you, Anthony, up, for boys? joining us, man. We are so happy to have you on today, man. Thank How you, you been, man? How, How about yourself? We usually good, start off good. the show with just kind of you know catching up with everybody, seeing what's going okay. on. What have you been listening to, man? What have you been getting into? Uh, Rocking anything good? Watching music wise. Music wise. Uh, just uh, pretty much, uh, just big band. Believe it or not, that's you know what I listen to a lot. Uh, you know, uh, chump blues stuff like that. Sick. You know, watching all sorts of you know just uh, binging on TV with the the whole COVID thing. Yeah, uh, what have you been watching? Away. Anything good? I watch everything. I'm big. Uh, I watched Downton Abbey like three times you know i love that <laughs> i watched uh victoria series piggy blinders ozarks yeah, oh, oh yo listen piggy blinders i yo, finally watched it what yo, i watched tom, it twice i, I, I watched it a second time tom hardy oh, he's the best that's, that's the best part in the room that's, 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 that's my guy that's 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 my style right there Alfie. yeah yeah he's good especially he's in that movie uh legend the one where he plays uh oh cray uh roddy cray or yeah, the brothers, the brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. He was good in that. He was fucking hard. A hard movie. The, yeah, the, those are great. Those are great movies. So, Anthony, uh, I think the last time I'm trying to think, the last time I saw you was it at that showy? Where, 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 where I fucking where I was dying. We had we had COVID. Where, where we COVID. where we actually yeah where, where we think that where we think Danny well, had a, COVID. I was, I, what's it called? I was, I, I was a patient zero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know you said I know you said you didn't have the antibodies, but I'm telling you that you had to have it. I never I'm serious, bro. You were sick as hell. No, I was gonna I say I never that sick in my life. I never. I'm seen, sure my wife had it at the same time. She didn't know, and then That's she got the saying, antibodies I back. I never no, seen I Danny that sick. That. I never seen you that sick, man. For as long no, as I never, know, never, 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 seen never, you. never, never. And you know, it's funny. A fucking uh, a month ago, I got sick and. And I was like, my, my, my girl got tested. And she's like, yo, I have COVID. And I was like, oh, oh I definitely gave you that. You know what I mean? So I was like, I got COVID. And I was with Peter Green. Peter Green was all right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I was like, so I, we, so I waited, you know, 14. I waited 20 days to, to not go out and do nothing. Like 10 yeah, yeah. days. For 20 days. I, didn't, I was like, I'm going to do this. And I, I got tested. I had to show a test for Joe Fado to go to Milwaukee. So I showed the test. I came out negative. But I was like, they were like, yeah, you, you had COVID before. You probably had COVID before. I told them it was a year ago that happened. Like, yeah. yeah. You probably had it. I was I'm like, telling you, that's, that's, when it, that's when it was. And, and Anthony, the second COVID was nothing, B. I, I didn't yeah. even know I had it. I was, that's I, what I was they like, say. 
Well, some I, people are lucky. I, I, I told you, I was like more annoyed at Harley Flanagan than fucking COVID. You know what I mean? I was like, it didn't, it didn't bother me. You know what I mean? It was like fucking weird. It was like, I could, I could do this all day. You know what I mean? Fuck this. Yeah, and I, I just want to be clear. We're not making light of the, the, the sickness. We're just laughing. No, we're not Dan, making Dan, light. Yeah, Danny's telling me. I'm scared to death of it, Danny. Yeah, I was fucked up. It's a very serious thing, so I just don't want anybody to think the first one was Yeah, no, no, man. He was... Two weeks. I remember going to see both of you guys at that show. The show was amazing, but I remember seeing Danny. Yo, you were you were shredded, man. I, I hadn't seen, like I said, I never seen anybody like I that. Couldn't time I couldn't find my pants. I could not in my shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't take Yo, it you off. played the whole show though. Shout out. Yeah, was that January or February? That was in January, was January right? Was it? I, January? I got I got the flu then too, so I thought I had it. Too I thought it was right at the end of January. I tested for the flu, except it wasn't. Yeah. But it was. It, all I know is tell you that, that that I I was never sick and I, I was never that sick in my life. If I'd yeah. rather. I'd rather get stabbed than fucking feel that uh, two weeks of sickness. Really? Like that. Yeah, you, must, you had to have that. Yeah, you had to have it. It was hard. I, it was I don't hard. know how my wife had it and no one else in the family got it. So, I, you know. But I just got the first dose last week. I finally, you know, was able to get it. Thank oh, God. sick. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I'm worried about, you know, I'm, I'm well, I gained about uh, 30 pounds over, over this uh, quarantine. Yeah. One day, and, you know, you know, being overweight is one of the worst things for it, so I'm scared to death, you know? Ah, but, like, uh, but Andy, you're, 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 you're a healthy guy. You can get through that shit, bro. Don't worry about that. I hope mm-hmm. so. You know? I hate anyone to find all my porn up here one day. God forbid it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to look around the room to make sure there's no dildos or anything <laughs> hanging out here. Anthony, did you, guys have, um, did you guys have a lot of stuff planned? Uh, before the pandemic ha- happened with shows and stuff, like what was going? What I know we were, you guys nah. played that show, but you wasn't. You know, I don't play that much. Well, you know, it depends. If I when I'm drinking, I'm I'm going everywhere. You know, I'm all ready to go to Europe and everything. But then once I'm once I'm done drinking, I'm like going nowhere. Yeah. So. But it's like after this, if if things you know, you know, you realize how uh, how things can just change out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh um, my god. Yeah, I'm yes. hoping after this, maybe I'll go to Europe. Finally, you know. Just but to do we it lost once. Rich, so I don't even know what's going on. You know, after yeah, I was gonna say, Rich, Rich, rest in peace, man. You yeah. fucking yeah. That, I was gonna. That was the saddest. It, it, you know what bothered me so much, Anthony? Because when I went on tour with you guys when I was a kid, I was hanging out. I used to talk yeah. to him all the time, and it would yeah. be the craziest conversations that I've had. Oh yeah, he was a character. <laughs> I mean, he was like that to the end. And, and, you know, uh, it was pretty unexpected. So, I mean, I'm still devastated. I still don't know, you know. Oh, man, it's so sad, happened. man. Yeah, it's all. No, what, 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 what happened? Like, what? No one knows. He had something, uh, I think something with his gallbladder or something, like a, a quick cancer. I know my wife's friend uh, had that, and he died within, like, you know, a couple of weeks. You know, oh, like a Jack time. Flanagan type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. he had uh, something, and, and then I reached out to him, and he said he was, uh, hey, high five. He reached- <laughs> Reached out to him and, and seeing how he's doing, he said it was fine. And then, uh, you know, a couple, you know, two weeks later, it, it's you know, it's devastating because you know, I still with pass and it's just, recipes, uh, yeah, it's just impossible. It's tough, yeah, it's, pass was sick a long time, you know. Yeah, he had, not, he, 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 had a, he kept it hidden from a lot of people, yeah. but you know, he had five or six years, right? He, he yeah, was, yeah, and he, he was he had two times too, like he was fucked yeah, up, yeah. Huh. And, 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 and he kept the spirits the whole time, though. That's one thing with him. You know, if it was me, I would have been a big fucking crybaby <laughs> pussy. But you know, he was like, you know, yeah, yeah you know what's, he I was like a man. Anthony, I'll tell you something that no one really knows. That uh, I called Steve, when I got back from Milwaukee. I called Steve Possum. And I was like, yo, my friend's dying. So I told my girl, like, I got called. So I called him up. This is fucking crazy. I don't know what to fucking tell you. So I said, like, Poss. He's like, who's this? I said, Danny. He goes, Danny, who? 
And I was like, he's mad. I'm like, yo, Isaac. He goes, oh, Isaac. He goes, he's like, oh, you the nurse. He's in the hospital right now. The hospital. Oh, God. So I'm like, yo, he goes, he's like, uh, can you? He goes, can you just give me an egg and sausage sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is what bothers me. And you'll see motherfuckers and not give me what I want. I pay your money. You know, I go, yes. I go, yeah, I'll bring it. He goes, here's sooner than later. Okay. <laughs> yo, I was like, hey, yo, and then the next day he died, bro. Yo, but yeah. that sooner yeah. than later, like an asshole, yeah. sarcastic to me. Yeah, no, he, like, he's oh, the best. God. He was sooner the best. Sooner than later, man. Everyone's, you know, everyone misses him. He's, you know, you know one of a kind. Yeah. It's 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 hard youth is gone and fucking it's it's just like insanity, man. It's like our our scene and these guys are staples in our scene. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Fuck. it's sad. It is oh, it is sad. Um, so yeah, it is a sad situation. Last year was definitely a a tough year for oh, yeah. a lot of people in, in yeah. a lot of capacities. But let's talk about hardcore music and something a little bit more uplifting. Um. I don't know if that's uplifting a uh, subject for certain people because uh, hardcore music has, has ruined lives uh, in, in bank <laughs> accounts. But, Anthony, I want to talk about how did you get into becoming a vocalist and singing and stuff? Like, was that something as a kid growing up you were into? Or t- tell me a little bit about that and, and getting into your first bands and stuff. No, it was like, uh, you know, getting into punk rock. Uh, you know, I, I was in like seventh or eighth grade and I... Uh, I grew up in, in Jackson Heights, like Danny. Yeah. So I grew up like you know with a bunch of uh, you know black Spanish and like you know a couple of Italians and everyone listened to disco. Yeah. So I was into that, and then my parents took me out of. I was going to St. Gabriel's, which was like a predominantly black uh, Catholic school, and they sent me to this white school in, in the story because my barber got jumped. Got beat up a couple times in St. Gabriel's. So my parents moved us over to, so I go, it was like a culture shock to me to go from Jackson Heights to, to Astoria. It was all green. I was like, like, like kind of like, you know, I had the, the letters, you know, like the sweatshirt with the letters down his sleeve and all that silly shit. Playboy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Playboy belt. laces on my upstairs <laughs> You know, the two colors. And everyone yeah. was making fun of me right now, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, some kid had a sex pistols uh, pin on or something. And I was making fun of him. So I go home a couple of days later, and, and uh, my sister's listening. My older sister, Christina, was listening to uh, the new afternoon show. It was like a, a college station, and uh, I heard "God Save the Queen," and they said, "Oh, that was a sex." I was like, well, "What? What?" And I was like, "I was making fun of that kid." I went in the next day. I said, "Oh man, I heard those guys." And then I bought that record, the next record. Then the class. And I, you like the class? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, all that stuff. And then I wound up uh, my first year of uh, high school in 1981. I met this guy, EJ Vaca. And he saw I had a Sex Pistols patch on. He goes, oh, you like uh, you like punk? I go, yeah. And he comes over and he goes, the next day, he comes, gives me a tape. And uh, he goes, listen to this. So I get home, I put it in. And I think the first thing on it was uh, the group sex album. And, oh, you know, awesome. Wow. Yeah. And it was like that. And then, you know, the Bullet EP and, and uh, the T, you know, all of the DC stuff was on it. You know, the Teen Idols and Minor Threat. And I was hooked. Oh, sick. And, and that was it. And then, you know, back then it was always like, you know, you always wanted to, you know, do it yourself type of thing. You wanted to be part of, uh, you know, part of the scene or whatever. And I could never, you know, uh, I couldn't write. I have no talent whatsoever. I can't play an instrument. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I could always sing something. Well, I can't sing either, so I could always yell. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I wound up in uh, Gilligan's Revenge after and, they, yeah, they had a couple singers before Rex, me. Yeah. You know, there was the original singer was John Pappas. I went to school with him. It was me. Uh, John Pappas, uh, Davey Gunner, and... Uh, from Kraut, right? Yeah, yeah, AJ from Leeway, you yeah. know, so we all yeah. went to, to the same school. 
and then, uh, you know, uh, so John Pappas left, and they had John Woods, and then he left, and then they had uh, Eddie Pomponio did a show or two, and then they had asked me, and I, I was so excited because, you know, I was one of my favorite bands at the time, and, you know, just to get up there and, and do it, I was like, you know, ecstatic. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. That, that, what, what did you get the token entry? Uh, well, Mick, you know, Mick had joined also to play guitar, and then he left. Then we wound up with this uh, metal guy way before, you know, like there was metal and hardcore, really. <laughs> yeah. And this guy was like, but this guy was like Eddie Rossi. His name was Eddie Rossi, I think. And he was like, uh, he thought it was like Eddie Van Halen. He had like, like <laughs> he had this, you know, this is before everyone had that shit. He had the whole suitcase of pedals. Yeah, he, he was a metal guy. Oh, <laughs> you know, he had the hair and everything. And uh, it was awful, you know. And <laughs> it was the worst. I mean, the guy was great, but it was awful. <laughs> and then uh, when Mick came back, he said, I don't want to do Gilligan's Revenge. We've got to do a new band. And we were all like, yeah, you know, I'm on board with that. So, you know, it became Token Entry. And uh, I was with them for two years. And then I got the boot. And <laughs> luckily, I hooked up with those other guys. Yeah. Well, Mick wanted me, not the other guys. So, but. Let's, I want to talk about, uh, speaking of the, the, the other guys and all this stuff, Killing Time Brightside, super fucking classic record, man. Uh, one of my favorites. Thank you. I mean, it's, I, we, I just recently opened a, a a shop here in Connecticut, and we were we were spinning your record uh, the past couple weekends, man. Like, record is a fucking classic. Like, Anthony, what can you tell our listeners? Like, what do you remember about you know, like recording those songs and shit? Because again, those that's an album that has resonated with fans for fucking years. I mean, it sounds as fresh today. Really? I mean, I to me, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I think so, you know, like I, am I wrong, Dan? Dan uh, e, e, I, I, listen, I bought that record the, on vinyl with Foyer and Numbers of Records in Jackson Heights. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying it still sounds like a new, a numbers, new of Num- numbers of Records. What was that? In Jackson Heights, the 37th Avenue. It was like really? Numbers, yeah. It's the one in Corona, too, on, on, on Junction Boulevard. It's all Spanish music, but the one in Numbers, it's, I've been going there I don't since, remember that place. Since, since the 70s, I was going there. My, I remember my, my. that there was the one by the by the Boulevard Theater. I don't remember that one. I forgot what Sam was that Sam Goody or something. That's where I used to buy all the punk stuff. It was right by the train on Eighty Second Street. Yeah, Numbers and Records was if I'm Thirty Seventh Avenue and Eighty Eighth Street or something like that. Oh, so maybe maybe that's where it became Numbers or something. Yeah, Numbers and Records it was it was, yeah. it was it was it was amazing, and that's why we got that's where that's why I met Hoyer for my first time in my life. Like we, <laughs> oh really? We almost had a fight. I stepped to him right there, and we're like, "What's up?" That's how it always is. That's how it always is. <laughs> yeah, he'll, tell you right. another story. he'll tell you another story, but I'll tell you my story. Like, we're looking <laughs> no. through the thing. We're like, what's up? But wait, yeah, wait. when we were out, same thing happened. When I'm out swing dancing one night, so we're running to these other guys, and, you know, we're always dancing, you know, we're all dressing and knives and everything, and the guy's looking at us. So finally, you know, a girl that we knew, after months of staring at each other, this girl we knew, goes, oh, you know, you guys should meet, but we meet. And he goes like this. He goes, yeah, I was telling Dirk. He goes, either we're going to, like, you know, uh, Fight with these guys and become friends. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah, that's how it always was. You know, <laughs> always is, always is, always is. Um, so. but go- going back to that record, Anthony, like, what do you remember about recording uh, that album? You know, specifically, like, what do you remember about recording Brightside at the time? I, you know, I it was, was recorded at Normandy Sound, which just did some classic yeah. fucking records. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we went up to uh, Rhode Island. To, uh, uh, Rhode Island, um, Luke Luke Ola came up with us uh, to do some backing vocals. You know, we had a good time. Uh, it was first time in, in like a real serious studio, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. At the time, you know, the sound was, you know, we loved it. But now when I listen back to it, I, I'm like so disappointed because it just doesn't have, <laughs> it, it sounds so like, you know, 
I guess eighties, you know, the eighties. I, I, I disagree. Is outdated? Yeah. yeah, I think it's very dated. I, I'd rather I, listen to to the method or which no one listens to anyway. Or yeah. Well, you yeah, you put out uh, what's the one with uh, uh fuck our group. The one with the 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 the, the, the which fuck. one. Three the, step blackout. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that was the one. The, 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 the unavoidable. The, fuck the EP you put out. Oh, the happy EP hour. Oh, oh, the happy yeah, hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy hour. Oh, that was the worst. That's why we broke. That's, that's why we broke up the first time. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. I remember. That was the worst. No, you were so bad in that. I, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Wait, man. why? Did, okay, so for us, for people not familiar, why? Why do you say that? I was awful. I was like, you know, if that's where we're going, if that's the way we're going, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I don't know how many times we broke up. But that well, was the had, first time. You, you had a hard song on there. It was like, it was like a yeah, happy, uh, fat bass. So, much, happy so much, so much time. Yeah, 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 yeah. We kept so that much, song. Oh, that's, that's just yeah. fucking hard, bro. Yeah, that's the only one. That we <laughs> Crazy, bro. Oh, that made me so. That was a great fucking record, bro. Come on. Yeah, shut, no, shout yeah. out Bill Wilson at Blackout for putting that out. I mean, you, you, uh, Bill you, Wilson, you guys, you're, you're, the band Kill, Killing Time uh, has worked a lot with Bill over the years. Uh, super well, cool. Well, him guy. and Paul, like they grew up together, you know, they, and their parents are good friends, and you know, I don't talk to Bill anymore, unfortunately. But. <laughs> What's that about? What happened? Uh, you know, uh, you know me. I make fun of everybody. I tease everybody, and then they, they don't like you know Chris Long. I don't talk to him either. Fuck him. Because, like, <laughs> you know, like that. And then they get mad at me. You know, everyone else can say whatever they want. That's what I say. They fucking block me one day. So I was like, eh, <laughs> I don't block anybody. I mean, I can't understand. I take I take it. I give it. You know. But you I'm always just... was answer you straight up the whole time. I know. I mean, like me and you, like you, you used to go in. I'd be like, oh, but we that's how. Kill, any children when we used to work together, we used to kill them. Oh, all right. I got. I got to hear some. Guys run out of the place when they get mad at us. All right, I got to hear some stories, Anthony. What? Tell me. You got to tell me a good work story. I got, wait, wait, wait. This is a story Anthony always tells me that I, I start laughing. But when the guy went on your, when I got stabbed up and the guy was on your lawn. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, I got to hear it. Share it with the, share it with the cast, man. Danny was with my sister for a long time, so you know. Then my parents moved out to the island out here and uh, way the hell out by Stony Brook. <laughs> so these kids used to, you know, cut through. There was no house there, so these kids would cut through this development, yeah. you know, behind a house. And they would always, you know, they said something to my mother one day, so, you know, we couldn't ever catch them or whatever. And then there was some, uh, there was like a white power documentary on or whatever one time, and they're like standing in front of the thing, yelling and screaming. So then Danny comes out, he just got stay comes out, no shirt on. And this was before anyone had, tat, you know, like punk rock kids and stuff had tattoos, but no one else. He comes out. Fucking in, in like a chased short, them. I chased them with a little bit of a fucking garbage pail to throw with them. <laughs> yes, they didn't know what the fucking do, man. And they never came back. I was there, they never fucking, they never went near that. I guess they went around a long way. Or, I caught them at 7 Eleven. They were scared to death. They had no idea what's going on. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking great, man. So, wait, so you guys worked together. Yeah, relative records. Work. Okay, house, relative records. That was pretty fun. That was good. Me, him, and Petey Hines. Petey Hines, a uh, uh, homeboy from uh, Nor Vic for Nausea. Yep. And uh, Smegma. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was a good crew over there. We had a lot of laughs. Petey was getting his tattoo removed. So he come in with this big red jelly. Like jelly used to call him jelly neck. So me and me and Danny were just like roast him the whole time. And he'd get, he'd like, like, like yeah, a little he jelly. Neck. He'd like leave. Jelly like, neck. Throw a tantrum, throw shit in me. And he, he was, he, and Petey Hines was, uh, what was the band he played for? The, the, one that got, no, the one that got big, the weird band. Oh, uh, not Gutter Boy. Um, no, 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 no. It's good. Uh, you remember he, the guy he from wanted, Helmet was in it. Oh, Alloys. Alloys. He wanted me to sing for it. He was like, I was supposed to, like Iceburn or something. What was it called? Oh, maybe it was called Iceburn. No, Iceburn well, I, the is a rev band. Yeah, well, it, they, they started. He wanted me to sing for the band before before I did Crown Thorn. Oh, all right, maybe, maybe it was. And I, yeah. yeah, and I was supposed to sing for him. I was like, he, kept, he goes, why, why do you sing for us? I was like, I'm already doing Crown Thorn. They're going to do it up there. He got so mad at me. I don't know why. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, he was like, come on, sing with the band. Like, That's when he was still drinking. He used to get crazy. With oh, his, man. <laughs> he's he oh. stabbed the guy like the guy with the locked out of his apartment when he was going to school in Boston, college. Yeah. Some guy, his roommate was coming through the window. I think he stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing now? He moved. He married some Mormon girl and moved out to. Uh, He's like a chef. For real? Yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't been squirm talks to him once in a while, but that's the squirm. <laughs> yeah, that's the last grandpa. He's a grandpa. Oh man, good for him. Yeah, fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, we had a good time with Peavy. He was a little was nuts. Good. We we would go everywhere. Uh, and with killing time, we'd go in the car. Me, MQ, Hoyer, we would uh, Steel Toe Joe, Joe Steel Toe Joe, Steel Toe Mo, Killers, Shout Ice Cold Killers. That's his cousin. Remember that? Anthony's killing cousin. Remember he had that? What do you call it? The Mo haircut. We were calling him Steel Toe Mo. <laughs> yeah, you got you would destroy him every time. Poor guy. Oh my, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, we would go. You know, we, I always had so much fun because it would go out, and we would go to all these parties. And, and we were the younger kids, so they oh, were. You and him, kids. you and Joey were sitting at that party in Boston with the scissors. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thought someone's gonna go jump you guys or something. <laughs> Dude, always something. <laughs> so, so Anthony, I want to talk uh, just to go back to the music thing. So you said you you guys broke up after that EP, but then you came back. Tell, uh, can you talk a little bit about what, how you guys decided to come back together, and then uh, the record got re-released. Tell us a little bit about that because I I think that that's cool. Um, uh, kind of thing. Kind yeah, of. I always enjoy it, you know. I, I, you know, you start to miss it, and you know, I was still going to shows, hanging out, you know, people, you know, your friends and stuff, and you say, yeah, you know what? Let's do a couple shows, see how it goes, and, and you know, we did that, and then they had recorded another record, which I liked, you know, and then we we actually played a lot with those songs, and no one was into it, you know, it was just like, eh. Then you get bored, not bored. It's just like you're not getting a response, or right. whatever. You feel like you're beating a dead horse. So you just, you know, call it quits again because who's got this? You know, Drago just became, uh, got a job. I got my job. And, you know, yeah. people had, you know, couldn't, didn't have the time for it anymore. Take a sabbatical. Next thing you know, you're back again, playing again. I, I always love it. It's like, I, it's such a chore. I don't know what Dan, I know he does it. You know, he loves it, does it for a living. You got a lot of guys. <laughs> and, but I mean, for me, it's like, oh, we're playing. And it's like, fuck, did I really book that show? I 20 minutes. I was ready to kill myself. Like, yeah. I, see, I, see, I see how you are. I, I, I don't like, want to go do this shit yeah. now. And then once you get there and you, you hang you're hanging like, out all with right, your I'm friends. Good, and yeah. It's like, oh, then you don't want to leave. Then I'm the last guy to leave. You know, once you have a couple of cocktails and, yeah. you know, you're playing and, every, and everyone's, you know, you 
the crowd, you, well, know, you know, you're feeding off everyone. Because we're all friends. You know, everyone knows each other. It's, it's yeah. just a blast. It's like a reunion. And, but when That's- you guys came back in the mid-90s, too, so, like, uh, the record was reissued on Victory, which at the time was the fucking the biggest, probably, like, you know, it was a big hardcore. Like yeah. They had uh, Scarhead, kind of, th- uh, Hatebreed was there, Earth Crisis, yeah. Snap Warzone. Warzone. It was like, yeah. a big label. Um, what was the exposure like for that? Because, again, Victory was... Really, I mean, they were pumping. I remember seeing that. Right, that's kind of how I first um, initially got exposed. To that record was like from Victory. So, like, uh, what was that like for you, Anthony? Like, did you notice? Obviously, like, just more because they had a really good fan base. Talk a little bit about that. And the record was out in Europe too. Um, well, they went to Europe without me a couple times because I'm afraid. I'm like a big pussy. I'm afraid to fly. So they told me I should take the, <laughs> the boat there. I hate flying. I'm scared to death. It's Are like, you serious? You know. Oh yeah, I oh, get I followed by a black cloud everywhere. Oh yeah, no, I'm a, and I never had a bad experience on a plane. Oh. It's it's fucking. I just it's not natural. Yeah, it's just not natural. I don't like you know. As soon as they take off, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but uh, so they went the first time. They took Dave Vision as a singer. Then uh, oh, Dave, rest in peace. Yeah. another guy. Yes, another yeah. guy I met from fucking. Go- Listen, this is funny. Funny scene. Dave Vision used to go to all the parties that oh, yeah. and. They, the best parties I remember hanging out with, with, with these guys is BJ Pattinson's party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was just like Spider-Man. <laughs> wild Irish Rose was drinking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I threw up all over Hoya one night at Squirm's house. You threw up at Hoya. I remember that. Hoya was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I was like, what the fuck, Hoya? You threw up all over me. He goes, that wasn't me. That was you. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. At least, at least I'm not feeling horrible. But, uh, oh man, dude. it was so much, so much simpler back then, Anthony. You know what I mean? Like, and, and all these guys, Jackson Heights had something in the water. Like, like everyone had had the bands. Well, even it was just like, it was like it's killing time. Uh, you know, even even uh, uh, Chuck Valley lived in Jackson Heights when he moved. Yeah, to he lived, to, Jimmy lived there too with him. Jimmy, Revlon, uh, Siv. You know what I mean? It was like. Yeah. Uh, 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 What's the guy's name that passed away? Uh, what's it called? Uh, forget it, but he it was um, he had he was in one of the bands too. But they lived across the street from Sea Town where I worked. But I'm saying, but Jackson Heights was everyone's oh, in Jackson Heights. The Jackson mob Heights. was from Jackson Heights. Ralph was from Jackson Heights. Ralph, Ralph lived right by what do you call it? He lived right by uh, McDonald's. Yes, yes. They're, they're like, oh man, it's I like, lived right at the block from the Burger King. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. But yeah, before that, though, before Jackson Heights. The original, the original hardcore scene. A lot of the guys are from Astoria, Murphy's Row, Brown, Village's Revenge, Off Citizens. The Pizza Palace, you guys, you hang out with. Yeah, the, the pizza Palace. Pizza Palace. That, that yeah. was a and punk and rock. The pyramids. Sta- yeah, the pyramids. Punk rock yeah. staple in Queens, man. Yeah, it was so. good times. <laughs> I miss the story. I love the story. You know what? I get, you know what? You got me into that fucking was bit major conflict and Gunner Boy. Oh yeah, that was Petey and Gutter Boy. No, that was Johnny Feedback playing Gutter Boy. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying major conflict you got me into. Yeah. And then I, when I saw Ditto, Ditto came to the show. I was playing, and we, we were there in California, and I, and I, he did the guy recognized me saying so. Like I, I went to the really? movies. I went to the movie theater to see it with, uh, with Kale, and, and 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 guess who was? I was like, Yo, Ditto, I saw your movie, and Danny DeVito was next to me crying. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yo, 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 I looked at Danny. Well, he's sitting, he sitting on a couple of telephone books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a barber shop. Yo, 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 I, yo, I was crying. Kale was crying, and Danny's a I go, yo, shit. 
And he looked at me and goes, yeah, I told Daniel that? And he was like, what? And I was like, yo, I swear to God. I said, I said, I said, the reason I, like, I went to L.A. stuff is because of you. Because like, I said, Anthony Cominelli got me to music. And then you, you went to L.A. And in the movie, it says, I said, I'm going to do the same shit, bro. I'm going out there. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> and it worked, out, it worked out real good for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Ditto, Ditto's doing good. Yeah, he's got to get us all in the movie. Yeah, he, no, he's yeah, he it. You make uh, movies now? Yeah, yeah. I, I told you that once I told everyone once I hit fifty, that's all I'm doing is movies, bro. I'm very like strong. So, be like strong county, better looking when get older. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I told I told Ditto that they get anytime they need like a fat wise guy, it could be I. You know, <laughs> they used Paul one time. Might as well use me. Quite <laughs> scare people, Paul. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go back to victory. I think they were disappointed because we never, you know, we never went anywhere. Yeah. It's like I'm not a, I'm not one of these guys that like you know think my band is big. Anytime we play a show, I'm like, oh, no one's gonna come. No yeah. one's gonna come. You always we're, always we're like that. We're like that one band though that's not. Up there, but not down there. You know, we're just like, like story of my life, just right in the middle. Yeah, but you know what? You guys influence a lot of people, bro. It's it's nice when I hear that a lot of times. I, you know, it's always yeah, uh, legit, man. Like I said, we, we 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 play your record, uh, the Snow Bullshit, dude. I got I had, uh, scored three copies uh, of original pressings, and they all were for different people since I've opened. I mean, one of your your record that specifically that the first pressing of that Killing Time is one of the most requested. So since I've gotten it recently, man, so there people really respect that record, man. And I was psyched. Uh, I told Danny to have you on and talk a little bit about, you know, just recording that record and, and talking about because it, it is cool, man. Like I said, it's it's interesting to me, you know, you guys take these like breaks and then come back, but the record has stayed with over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's just very interesting yeah. to me. I just yeah. wish someone would listen to the other records, those who can play some other. Sports. Yeah, I feel, I feel you, man, and I, I mean, I'm, I should probably be talking <laughs> no, no, about that, but you know, feel, it's like, uh, <laughs> I know. no, I, 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 it's so funny because that's uh, that whole, so much, so much time that song. If, if, if like, I remember listening to it, that I remember going and recording head check. I guess I got to know the hallway. It's just basically that, that's your vocals, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a, and the thing is, like, I always like, like, I when I I did Crown Thorns. Years later, I did a, a, a nothing but tragedy EP, like produced amazing, hard, but uh, Bridge Nine, uh, no one gives a fuck. No one yeah, gives nice. a fuck, bro. And it was like two amazing songs. Yeah, those songs like, are when awesome. People, when people hear them, like, that's amazing. I'm like, yeah. yeah no one listen to them. No one listen to them. They buy the first record or whatever, and that's they it. They don't give a fuck. They don't the band lose off of that. But I, 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 I give all you guys credit, though. You guys sick of it all. Mad ball. I mean, you know, just. Yeah. Put it out there. Just keep going and going and going. Hey, listen, man, I, I'll say to both of you guys, I think the fact that both of you put out have records that have stuck with people over the years. Again, man, you're not talking five. I mean, these are generations of kids who have come and gone, and these records have stayed. I mean, it's, again, as fans of both of you guys, it's fucking cool as shit, you know? I think, I mean, to me, it's cool. Yeah, no, one of the one of the funny things, I'm sorry, one of the funny things was there was a guy that I used to work with on a trading floor, so... yeah. I was like, you know, complaining on Facebook about something. Oh, we were just talking about work, and I was on his page, and it's funny. He goes, he goes, oh, I didn't, you know, he comes back to me another time. He goes, I never knew you were in a band. He goes, my uh, one of the kids that went to college with me he said your your music saved his life when he was younger. That's and awesome. Like, yeah. so that, that, I, that, I'm like, that, you know, I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. Except that, I go, that, you got to tell Drago because you're the one that wrote most of the lyrics. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, listen. Isn't it funny when people think other people do other stuff in the band? You tell them no. He's not with really. They get all sad. Like, what? I didn't know that. It takes. The only talented poem I got my body is the 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 artist I used to date. You know. Awesome, man. Oh man. Uh, one of the best, one of the best vocalists to me. I always say I did a vocal, vocal thing, best bands. I remember I did. Listen, I remember I did something for a fancy thing, and I answered the fanzine. I said the top my band, and I put this. This is how crazy Anthony is. I put sheer terror before him, but let no particular <laughs> order. And he was like, "What, Paul Barry?" I'm like, "Yo, I love sheer terror." He's like, "Yeah, but I thought you loved me, yo." It was the funniest conversation. Yeah, but I do that. I do that as a group because I tell you I what. I love that. Paul oh, is Paul is one of the great vocals. Yeah, he's yeah. probably he's, he's loud. the way he's, the way no, he's got he's that. Amazing. You know the Legend. the loud when he the, sings, the, yeah, but when he oh sings and then he's fucking fantastic. So I was imagine, I was just both yeah because he's, he's definitely original. Imagine if he was good looking. Yeah, get all the pussy. That I'm not getting. Remember, the, all I always think about, man, was like, and I forget who showed it to us, but it was the couch. Was it Hoya? He had a picture of a couch that looked like him. Remember that? Oh, yeah, Paul Barrett. Yeah, Paul, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Jimmy Gestapo. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Gestapo had that. It was so funny. He had this picture of a recliner, and it was fucking It looked hilarious. like Paul Barrett, yeah. <laughs> it, was so, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a talented guy, man. So, Anthony, are you working, uh, were you working on new music, or what are you doing? You're just chilling right now, or? Yeah, I'm just drinking my martini right now. <laughs> were you guys uh, were you guys working on anything before? Or? No, they just actually I, I'll give them a plug. They probably got a new singer already anyway. This guy uh <laughs> just the band just did something what I think it's called Gordita Beach. There was a guy that was looking for a it's a hardcore, you know, a hardcore guy. I guess he's in another band. I don't, I don't know much about yeah. him. But uh he wanted a couple of guys Played instruments because he wrote all the music. He wrote the lyrics as a singer. So uh, I guess someone reached out to to you know the, the guys in Killing Time and they went into a studio oh, and they no. recorded. Oh shit! So, so maybe he's maybe it'll go to Europe with him. <laughs> when when are you gonna start doing like putting another record out? What happened? When are you gonna put another record out? You? I'm working on a Sinatra covers. <laughs> are you serious? Tell you. I would love to. You gotta get anyone to play him. Yeah, but, we need, but, we need some real musicians. Do, no, but real Sinatra, but not hard. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to do them like hard. All right, go, listen. I, I can make that happen. Yeah, that might be good. Get Zach for that shit, man. That I can make fun. that happen on Force Five Records. I would do like that would be sick. I, because I, I want to, I want to do something. I want to do like a, a, like me doing like Neil Diamond and Joe Cocker covers like Bahar, like like Everlast style. I want to do that. Yeah, that would be cool. That, that would like, that would be hard. Love on the rocks. Ain't no surprise. Yeah, well, you got the Jew, you got the Jew in you, so you're working yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're coming hopefully. to America today. <laughs> My mother used to listen to that album for what was that the, the one from that movie? Like we were just the, based on the Al Jolie. Yo, we just we were yeah, talking no, but, about oh, the jazzing, but that yeah. was the movie called that. Yeah, too? yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about that movie actually at the top of this. Oh episode. God, God bless your mother. Rest in peace. Uh, one of yeah, the sweetest right. ladies. She in the loved world. you. Yeah, she loved you, man. And she your father, one of the coolest, coolest guys in the world. He's still up. He's still fucking nuts. <laughs> Just give him my love, bro. I definitely will, man. I always tell him like, when I see you and talk to you, my father. He's like, ah, how's he doing? How's he doing? <laughs> Don't mess that all up. 
<laughs> Corona in effect. Yo, so um, so Anthony, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Before we let you go, man, where can everybody keep up with you online? Are you on Instagram? Any of the, the bullshit uh, social media shit? Yeah, I am, but I just like I'm not like Danny. I don't have like a big, you know, big thing like that. I I'm very uh, I had a lot of bad experiences with social media. You know, like gotcha. people taking things out of context, this and that. So it's like I'm only pretty much I only uh. All right, so just if I know the people, all right. I, so I hate to so, be a dick, but it's just like you know too much. You know, no man, listen, cancel that, culture. Everything I say, no, listen, dude. If that's culture, if that's no what one works, could take any, no one could take anything I say seriously, and people don't get it. No, listen, man. If know, that's so what works, like, if that's what works for you, man, mad respect. Like I said, I I always um, I think it takes a lot to not be on those things and not engage in a certain way. I myself. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't. I, I don't post I, a lot of shit either. You know, I just. I don't, recently go, I don't, I don't do politics so. anymore. No, 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 no. We don't even actually. That's no, the, the I, number I, I, one I rule. Well, Sorry, so the number one reel on our show is that we never talk about it because it's just. Nah. There's a lot. It's of the stupidest ahead, thing you get involved with. Go ahead, you know, people. They, people are crazy about that. It's like, oh no, yeah, like, it's insane. Yeah, I'm allowed to have my views. You're allowed to have your views. It's America. Our forefathers fought for this. People fought and went to war and lost their lives. So we get freedom of speech. So shut the yeah. fuck up, everybody. Yeah, like, you know the one thing that the one thing that 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 annoys me more than anything. Like I'm no tough guy. You know, I just I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know. Yeah. But uh, it's like when, when you see these people get on so much site, you make a comment. Yeah. Oh and then, and it's your and it's your site or whatever, and they start fucking calling you out and talking. You're an asshole. You're an issue. Like get off my page. Just, and you're gonna say that to to you in person? You know what I mean? It's just like fucking. They gave no respect. You like? I love like looking at these other articles where you know like, and then it, these people don't even know each other and they're just killing each other. Like oh, you're a fucking asshole. You're a hit. And I love reading them. You know me? I'm like a guy. I sit in my bathroom with, with, with my gossip magazines. I love it. You know? so, <laughs> Andy, it's just like people have a total like lack of respect for anybody. It's the sin, man. It's sad. You know, it is you know, sad. It's a sad, 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 sad world that we live in. I can't like yeah. my. I had to tell my girl like like she's like you can't say that. I'm like why? She goes you can't say that now. I'm like no, you I'm can't. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah, there, there's the a lot of shit. Say, you can't say anymore. It's amazing. It's like when when Schiff said that stupid uh, yeah, yeah, no, all no, lives no. matter and that fucking girl lost her shit. You know? Yo yo yo, but you know what's fucked up? His, his whole band <laughs> but didn't even help him out. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> But that's why Carl and them were always amazed. They go like this: How come you and Paul shit Terry get away with everything? Like you say whatever. I said, I don't know. Maybe they know it's my humor. I don't know. Because <laughs> I say I the stupidest shit, and it's amazing that it doesn't come back to haunt me yet. Well, so, you know. I it's part of life, bro. You take care. Well, listen. The, the one good thing is that anything goes on Diablo. Anything, anything, and everything goes on Diablo's den. So people, our listeners, know that, and everybody knows how to consume uh, what we're talking about. So. That said, Anthony, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, no, we can keep going, man. Go for no, it. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. I got one quick question, though. Go ahead. It, was, it was great talk, talking to you guys. I love it. I love this guy. He's like my, my little brother. You know, we, like we grew up pretty much together. Um, when are you going to do a Chia Pet? Oh, you know what? We should do, we should do one. That would be fucking great. Yeah, we, we should do one. You sell everything. You sell all like shit. You should do it, Danny. Uh, you know uh, what? I'm, I'm gonna put you ten percent in for that. When I get my <laughs> Can you imagine? That'll be fucking perfect. You know what? We got like you got. We gotta yeah, find. Uh, I gotta find gotta us find a manufacturer to do that, and then and then we can 
We got we're, that's a good ah, idea, Anthony. I like that. That would be a good right one. That'd be fucking perfect. No, after we get our after I, we, I, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. After we get our limited edition Ewing shoe that I'm I'm relentlessly working on for, for Dan Diablo. <laughs> so I, I need to make that happen. We're gonna make a Chia Pet. So I wanna uh once again thank Anthony for coming on the show. I wanna thank our thank first guest, me. uh Finn for joining us. Guys, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Anthony. Everybody keep subscribing to the thank YouTube you. uh check us out on uh Facebook, you know, keep subscribing to the YouTube, rate us on Apple and all the podcasting shit. I want to give once again a big shout out to all our guests. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll you, catch you guys on the next one, guys. My best to your mom. Thank you, All right, thank you guys so much. Diablo's Den, Corona Chronicles number fifteen. That's a wrap. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.